watch cartoons We'll take a look back at where we've been So let's hop into our time machine Hello and welcome to another episode of Cartoon Time Machine. I am Scarlett. I'm Katie. We're your animates and today is another one of our creator spotlights where we talk about uh, individuals who are working in animation today uh, who have made a big contribution uh, to the general landscape of cartoons as we know it. Um, and today we are talking about Dana Harris. Uh, who you might know uh, as the creator of The Owl House, a frequent collaborator on Gravity Falls, and all-around queer icon. Um, I, I was, I've been excited to talk about Dana Terrace for a while just because I, I love her, I love her work, um, and it's especially relevant to talk about her uh, this week um, because as this episode's coming out, uh, new episodes of her show The Owl House, which is in its second season, uh, is premiering on Disney Channel and should be coming to Disney Plus soon after that. Um, there's been a long hiatus between the first part of season two and the second part here. Um, and season two is the last uh, normal season, I should say, of The Owl House. There's going to be a third season, um, which will be somewhat truncated and will really be structured more as several movies. But the people are, are big, big excite about uh, about this this new uh, chunk of episodes for the Owl House, and by people I mean me very much. I love it. Um, the Owl House also just has a huge, rabid fandom, um, most mostly of, of of delightful queers, um, uh, spooky, spooky, uh, spooky gays uh, is is I think a, a good description of the Owl House fandom. It's People who people who love magic and mischief and Halloweeny uh, things, uh, and also being gay. You just describing yourself to the audience like a Tinder profile. I yes, this is my Tinder profile. If you are gay and you do witchcraft, uh, you know, look me up. Um, <laughs> not not for not for anything Tinder related. We're just gonna we're just gonna make a little a little seance circle. We're gonna do. I mean, Bells, and we're gonna uh, kick Florida into the ocean like it was a Looney Tunes cartoon. That's great. You do need more friends, so <laughs> you've only got me. Well, you've only got me. There's only two of us in this time machine. Most of the time. Sometimes we're invaded by our, our guests. That's true. That's true. But there's a power dynamic, see, because we can run the time machine and, and they can't, so. Oh, that's true. Except for the few times when we've let them take the wheel and that has been bad. They don't have their license. We anyway. barely do. <laughs> um, Dana Terrace is also in the news recently. Uh, if you've been following any of the uh, controversy surrounding Florida's uh, Don't Say Gay Bill and particularly Disney's response, which has not been great, um, Dana Terrace has sort of been leading the charge uh, from Disney's side um, and, and, and has been, been really outspoken and uh, really great about... Uh, uh, you know, keep making sure people are aware of what's going on. Uh, she did a great charity live stream. I'm just going to check to see what the final total of that was because I know I know they made a ton of money off of that. Uh, final count looks like it was about 76k, uh, which is a, a really enormous amount of money which has been raised for foundations supporting LGBT youth and general uh, promotion of, of LGBT positive uh, vibes in the world. Um, so well, well done, well done, gay witches. Y'all did it. Um, 
Gay but, witches or gay wishes? Because you really got to enunciate. Are gay are the gay witches gay wishes mm. made, made the money? I see, and I see, I see. I, I wish there was another word that sounded like wish or witch that I could have put in there to really up the tongue twister nature of it. Um, but I just I'm glad you did it. Witch. Moving on. <laughs> um yeah, no, uh, I know, I know, Katie, that you, you have not yet watched The Owl House, but you have watched Gravity Falls. Uh, I have. She, so she, she was part of that, uh, particularly involved with season two and the season two finale of Gravity Falls. Um, somewhere in that time, uh, working on Gravity Falls, she also met and started a relationship with Gravity Falls creator Alex Hirsch, and they are a super cute power couple. I love them. They're great. They're very supportive of each other, and I, I love that for them. Um, we, we stand, we stand. Um, but yeah, in general, uh, you know, Dana's whole style has, you know, been, you know, between Gravity Falls and uh, Owl House and even, you know, some of the episodes of Tangled and uh, DuckTales that she worked on and directed. Uh, you can really see, you know, the emerging themes of just kind of embracing the weirdness of animation, uh, which I, I really admire that there's, uh, there's a whole new style that has sort of been coming about with these recent, uh, Disney shows that I think that she is very much a part of that movement, if not spearheading a good chunk of it, especially with Owl House, uh, to really take animation and which has been traditionally a, a you know pretty colorful and fast medium, uh, and and really delve into the the more gothic style, the shadows, the uh, more the dulled colors. Um, just to create something that really looks not like anything that we've ever seen, uh, certainly not in television animation, uh, perhaps a little bit in feature. Um, but it's it's really exciting to see, you know, the inventiveness of the worlds that she's created. Um, you know, Gravity Falls has the benefit of being set mostly in the real world, but with some fantastical elements brought in. Um, and then the Owl House, it's entirely really takes place uh, in the fantasy world called the Boiling Isles. Um, which it very much intentionally is supposed to give you, you know, Alice in Wonderland type vibes of being in a world that really defies all logic, defies uh, what your expectations are, uh, and really lets the, these animators, these writers, these creators uh, just sort of create their own unique setting that could really only exist in the world of animation. Um, if you listen to this podcast long enough, you know that both Katie and I are big fans of that, of stories that can only be told in animation, because otherwise, why are you telling it in animation, you know? Um, yeah. It's re it's really great to see, uh, to see that. And I hope, I hope, my hope is by the end of this podcast, we can, we can get Katie to start watching Owl House, because you're going to It's on the list. I know, I know. You'll get to it eventually, but when you do, you're going to really enjoy it. Um, yeah, I no longer have someone in the vicinity who is making me uh, remember to start watching things on my list. I'm gonna have to learn how to media. I'm gonna have to learn how to hack your Disney Plus and force you to watch it, like Clockwork Orange style. Oh God! Yeah, no, we're doing this, <laughs> and that's the kind of dark joke you can hear on the Owl House. Uh, because uh, another great thing about you know the, the show is that clearly um, Dana's passion for this project and her commitment to her vision. Uh, is absolutely coming through in in everything she does. There's a lot uh, that really pushes the envelope of what cartoons uh, are allowed to show. Uh, if you thought Gravity Falls was dark, Owl House has some really brutal stuff. You see some uh, re really horrifying imagery. Um, are we talking Infinity Train dark, though? 
from that one season. Well, okay. Infinity Train kind of just destroyed the brain. Um, but admittedly, that really only existed on HBO. So, you know, it, it, it although I don't know, season one and two of Infinity Train were also pretty dark. Um, but I think especially for Disney. Um, and, you know, as, as we sort of been discussing about how this show is, is very popular among the gays, a big reason for that is that it features Disney's really truly now first gay main character. I know Disney- that was Venom. <laughs> They're not Disney. They're not Disney. I don't care. Sure. Um, Marvel's owned by Disney. <laughs> it technically counts. Venom's owned by Sony. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get this we're gonna get this one day katie i'm gonna teach you i'm teach you the nuances it doesn't make any sense care. i'll teach you <laughs> i do not care i yeah. just wanted to have this moment you just wanted to heckle me like like yep. good friends do mm-hmm. um but with with uh with with the uh, owl house uh you know m- mild spoilers here but if you haven't already seen it you were never gonna get into owl house anyway because this part of twitter has been blowing up for two years now um on the on the owl house uh the main character loose is in a relationship uh with amity who is another uh character on the show and they're very cute together um and it's it's explicitly a gay relationship they refer to each other as girlfriends which i did not expect that they were gonna do i really really thought that there was gonna be like you know, they're going to have to like skirt around like that exact framing of the language so that they could just, since they're fine, they're going to show them having sex. It's a, you know, kids show. The most you're going to show is a kiss. Um, but I, I was wondering if they were going to find a way to like skirt around that language uh, just so that they didn't have to deal with it for like other countries versus just like you could cut a scene of them kissing if need be. Um, but I was proven wrong basically immediately because the, the following episode after they make it official, it's like the goal of the episode is like calling each other girlfriend and like where we're talking about being girlfriends and it's great. It's wonderful. I love it. We stand. Um, uh, Dana herself is bisexual and so is Luce and uh, Amity is uh, canonically a lesbian, which is wonderful. These, I just, I love them so much and they're good together. I love them. Lumity forever. Um, but, you know, as you might expect, uh, Dana has been been very public about the uh, struggles that have come with allowing that to be a, a major thing on their show. Um, previously, the only gay couple in a Disney show was on Gravity Falls. It was uh, Deputy Durland and Char- uh, Sergeant Blubbs, uh, who are great. I, I do not want to hate on them because they're delightful characters. Do you do like, do you like uh, Durland and Blubbs? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a great blossoming relationship. I love them. They're they're adorable, and I unfortunately though, as as you well know, Katie, they were never allowed to say explicitly that they were in a relationship. They were because Disney says no. Disney says no. It was always it was always very much played for laughs with them, and they're side characters. They're joke characters. They're not really meant to be anything. They do stare deeply into each other's eyes in the finale and said, "We're in love." Um, but again, I. And there's some clear dumb romance in the other times, but it is it is a little comedic. Right, because it's so played for comedy. And I think and I think it's a little bit insidious that we're sort of used to that. Like we're used to having, you know, kind of joke characters sort of jokingly be in love. And that gets through because no one actually takes it seriously. And I'm I'm not blaming Gravity Falls because clearly they wanted to like do it the right way. They wanted to just have the characters be two men in love. Um, but you know, it's, it's a little bit of shame that I think they sort of ended up kind of sliding into that kind of more insidious being gay is a funny joke kind of vibes. Um, it's not, you know, 
because I think we all sort of got the intention that it was really just executive meddling that kept it from being more explicit. I don't, I don't blame uh, certainly not Alex Hirsch or Dana Terrace for whatever part she might've had in that aspect of it. Um, but the important thing is that when it came to making Luce explicitly bisexual, um, the, the report is that in that initial initial pitch when when Dana was talking about that, when she was explaining that to the execs, they had told her Disney mandate is no, you cannot have main characters be gay. Um, and and she decided that that was the hill she was prepared to die on. Um, and she she basically just stormed out and said, I will take my talents elsewhere if you don't want this the way it's it's I want it to be you you don't get to have me I will not do this and I I think she described it as like something in her just snapping after after many years of dealing with this bs at Disney just being like yeah I mean I I don't want to do it like I don't want to I don't want to be your puppet I don't want you to tell me how I'm going to do my thing I'm and certainly at the time she was pitching there were other places that would take that show Oh, absolutely. I mean, Cartoon Network would have taken her in an instant. Like, I feel like Cartoon the only- Network would have done it. Nickelodeon wouldn't have it. Doesn't fit into their current MO. Probably not. But HBO might have. Netflix. Um, definitely. Netflix would have snapped it up immediately. Even um, Amazon with their original um, cartoons. Yeah, I mean, it, it's so. The Owl House is so clearly a home run for any studio. Like, it's just, it's so many things that kids love, especially that girls love uh, in an age when all the studios are really trying to push to girls for, you know, in, in something of a change from, from previous uh, eras when cartoons were more seen as, as boys things. Now cartoons are pulling more into the female space because boys are now gravitating more to video games. And the more TV watchers at a young age are now girls than boys for the pretty much the first time in history. Um, so it would have been such a slam dunk. So I'm not that surprised that the way the story goes is basically two weeks later, Disney comes to her and says, hey, okay, so we'll do it your way. Just please don't leave. Uh, and that's how history is made. And unlike other shows where we have to wait until like the final season to have confirmation of our gay relationship, uh, Owl House does it pretty early. Um, I think there's even just like a throwaway line in season one where like at first Luce is talking about, you know, the, you know, crushes on boys she's had, but then a different time she mentions a girl that she had a crush on. Like it's, it's definitely peppered throughout. And she, she also just has big bisexual energy just in general, like even her design is, is delightful and bi and chaotic. Um, she's great. I, I love her. She's amazing. In addition to, of course, being a, uh, Latina character, which in itself is very rare, uh, especially in animation. So just amazing representation across the board. Uh, and Dana has been very clear about how much she wants to, to have just representation in general in these shows. Um, we have uh, characters who, uh, we have Disney's first uh, non-binary characters in the Owl House. Um, I blew my mind the first time I heard them using they then pronouns I like I had to pause I was like whoa did Disney do that Disney amazing I love it and I don't think kids will really notice or care like I mean the the well I should take the back the kids who it matters will it they will listen they will hear it and it will mean a lot to them However, I don't think any child is traumatized by that. And I think for a lot of them, especially younger ones, they'll just see a really cool character with a cool androgynous design and be like, yes, they are rad. And they won't even realize that they're saying they are rad. And it's great. You'd, you'd, lo you'd love this show, Katie. You got, I got to get you to watch it at some point. I know. I know.
I'm very bad at watching things. <laughs> Unless it's D&D related. Uh, another another uh, topical reason to talk about Dana Terrace is that she also worked on the Mitchells versus the Machines, uh, which in a few weeks is coming up uh, at the Oscars. Or actually, I think when this episode comes out, it will be uh, Oscar Day. So, well, uh, right, yes. am I right? Yes. Yes, this is our Ooh. Oscar Day podcast. Yes. Wow. That's appropriate. I like I like that this is our Oscar Day podcast because if anyone deserves it, Dana's already won a Peabody. So that's already better, uh, I think, than getting an Oscar uh for for the particularly for the lgbt representation uh in the owl house she's gotten a peabody which good for her good for her um but mitchell's versus machines which is a show uh, a movie that that both you and i katie i know we love um and it's a it's a, a a great a great chaotic funny really visually fascinating film um, and it was helmed um, by Mike Randa, who also worked on Gravity Falls, uh, which explains why he pulled in both uh, Dana and Alex Hirsch uh, to to work on it. Um, and it, it it feels like that same energy. I think I think just to to sum up Dana Terrace's whole vibe is just it's it's beautiful chaos. It's everything is strange and peculiar and not what you'd expect. Um, but it, but it is definitely, it comes from a place of order. There is, there is nothing that feels out of place. There's nothing that feels absurdist for the sake of absurdity. It all, she has a, a very strong vision, I feel, um, which is what always makes the things that she, that she makes really wonderfully entertaining. And I'm very glad that she is definitely putting herself at the forefront of this new movement in animation, uh, that that says you know these people who have historically not been uh, featured in animation or even really in the film industry in general, uh, we are not going to to be quiet. We are not going to accept what Disney has to tell us. We are not going to you know sit back and wait for someone else to make the waves that we want to be making. Uh, I just I so admire the balls on this lady <laughs> to just stick it to the hand. I mean, stick it to the mouse. Stick it to the mouse. I love it. Yes. No, I mean, it's, I, I can't, I really, I, I, it's a great empowering story to hear that she walked out of that boardroom, but I just like put yourself in her shoes. Like, can you imagine, you know, pitching your first show that you've been working? She said you worked on the Owl House for years and years and it shows and to stand in front of, you know, the, the, the dream, the, the biggest animation studio in the world to have their attention to, you know, have them be really on board, but then to tell them, if you don't let me do this thing that is very important to me, I will leave. Like so many people would have and have done, you know, just sort of gone along with it for the sake of their own career, for the sake of preserving, you know, the the show that they want to make. And, you know, maybe we lose this battle, but we'll wear them down eventually. You know, I, I, I think it's just, it's really admirable how much she has stuck to her guns and in doing so, how, how much road she has paved uh, for the future. Which, gotta gotta admire, gotta admire a revolutionary. Yeah, I mean, you you said it better than uh, I can say anything because you're the better one at the words. <laughs> you're I'm very good at the words to too. harass you. Well, that is also a very important role, and I appreciate that. You will. There, there's a there's a character called uh, called Ida, the Owl Lady, on on the Owl House, who I, I think you embody in a very full way. Uh, she, she also has that must harass energy. It's an important energy to bring to the room sometimes. It is, it is a very necessary energy and that's what makes us such, such good podcast co-hosts. 
Well, I think that will that will uh, finish us up for today. Um, please, if you haven't already, uh, check out the Owl House again it's on Disney Plus. I'm not adding you this time, Katie. I'm adding the audience. Audience, support this awesome woman and her awesome work. Follow her on Twitter. She posts really fun stuff and great artwork frequently. Um, and uh, yeah, keep 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 supporting the gay witches. Well, anything else to add? No, we can go hang out in the time machine now. It needs an oil change. It needs an oil change? Aren't you in charge of that? I thought you were in charge of that. Oh, man, it's going to be leaking all over the place. Oh, my God. Oh, we need to get this in for maintenance. Well, audience, uh, we will hopefully we'll see you again next week uh, if the time machine hasn't crashed. I am Scarlett. And I'm Katie. We're your animates, and we will see you next time. <laughs>